Welcome to Let's Drone Out, the original and best drone-themed podcast. We record the show live on a Thursday night on youtube.com forward slash Let's Drone Out, and our lovely patrons help with the editing costs. These are... Wacky Wes. Mikey Dread. Art Faulkner. Carlos Campos. Thank you. Let's Drone Out Good evening and welcome to Let's Drone Out episode 261. Uh, this week we have Curry Kitten. Hello. We have Tony. Bonjour. We have NJ. Hey guys. And we have Stephen from Airspeeder. Hi Stephen. Hello. And I'm Frank. Um, so yeah, we've got Stephen on this week uh, to talk about Airspeeder um so we'll we'll definitely dive into that in a bit we've we've had some questions through from listeners we mentioned it on um, so sorry oh, Tony. five so years bad, I've been doing five years <laughs> and all shout bit. other people I'm, i apologize i'm just gonna mute myself and hold my head down for a minute <laughs> well before See, you go if it, Tony, if it helps i did it as well tony but you couldn't hear mommy uh-huh. <laughs> we need we need some kind of hat that you have to wear. Everyone has one, yeah. and then that person has to put it on. Oh God, I've mute. I sure I'm muted everything. <laughs> right. Anyway, that was a 15 second delay. Well done. Sorry, sorry, Frank. Tony, uh, um, as as you've spoken up, what have you been doing over the past week? Have you been flying anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's me, me neither. It's been naff weather. We've uh, yeah. uh, we've cursed the the nice weather too much, and it's now gone away. And it's now it's now winter for the rest of the year. I think I did fly uh, actually. I lied. I flew at Croydon Airport. Ooh, where the Spitfires used to take off, and done a little shot of that. Well, it was Quartopia Four, but it didn't really happen. So we ran out of a place to go. So Rich hosted it. So we went to Croydon Airport, flew our drones there. Um, yeah. And then went back to his and flew some more drones around his garden. Nice. Yeah. It was quite good. Well, I didn't know they had, they turned, that was a Spitfire and Hurricane point when they used to take off in Croydon Airport. Because there's a turning circle still left in the tarmac. I think back in the day, they'd take Spitfires off anywhere they had a Spitfire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which was, it was, which was everywhere. It was everywhere. Yeah, so yeah, I did fly. I didn't. I, I was lying. <laughs> Sorry, and I mucked up the the thingy. <laughs> We've been quite lucky here, actually. That the I'm constantly checking the live weather radar to see exactly how the. It was very interesting the other day. Obviously, the the storm Francis sailing up and hammering manchester and watching the uh the watching the rotation of everything but for the last while it's been really volatile luckily everything has either been ever so slightly north or ever so slightly south of where i am 
in Bedfordshire. Um, and yeah, I've actually had some, apart from that day, that wasn't flying weather. That, that was, that was staying doors weather, but yeah, I've, I've actually managed to do a bit of flying because somehow most of the, the bad weather's missed, missed where I am. Yeah, that's good. It was actually, really, sorry, windy. everyone else. It was really windy on Saturday. I think it was gusts it was of about crazy. 40 miles an I think we had it as high as, because we were right on the edge, the outer edge of the rotation, and it was anywhere up to about 55 here. It was pretty mm. pretty brutal. It was. And the question is, NJ, have you been following these storms to see whether you can fly FPV, or have you just been chasing the live weather in Microsoft Flight Simulator? <laughs> I, I might have already tried to to spot the odd storm and then go flying in Microsoft Flight Simulator to see if it... Now, interestingly, the weather patterns are... The systems are there. You can fly up. The, the systems appear. They're on the weather radar in the Garmin 1000. You can look at it and go, you know, if your plane's got the weather radar, it's there. But they haven't really properly modeled in the, the storms as such. So they have no. a storm model, which is very good, uh, but it's not... You know, I was, I I was tech, in I Texas in, in it tonight, isn't it? I think really bad. Yeah. yeah, I float. I, I think I did try initially going into is it which what's the name of the one? Is it Laura? Isn't it? Is the, the name yeah. of the latest yeah. nasty one out there? I did mm. fly into that, but the wind speeds were like four or five mile an hour, and that wasn't what the weather radar was showing. So, <laughs> def- definitely wasn't that, but I'm sure it'll improve. Mm. And Curry, I saw you were starting up again on the code on your simulator on your Instagram. Yes, we had a whole. I, I tried to make Wednesday a coding day. It ended up between two and five, so I managed to get three hours in of doing some stuff. But we got some stuff done. We mainly the UIs and talking to the back end of the network stuff. So I could make rules to say you're allowed a quad in here or you're allowed anything in here, and then people's decisions about what they wanted in there. I know I just need to actually put the physical models in there for next time, which may be next week, hopefully. I'm getting a bit snowed under. Because of this weather, as as a mostly reviewer, um, for some reason, suddenly everything turned up at once. So I had like 10 packages through the post, which like five are ready to fly, and then I can't do anything with them. So I'm a bit stuffed at the moment, just sort of sat here twiddling my thumbs. Boom. Oh. Fingers crossed for some decent weather to catch up on your reviews. Have you got any yeah. reviews hanging around, NJ? Have I got any reviews or to any do? Review? Yes. I, oh, yes, I do have reviews to do. <laughs> I've got the big stack of reviews I need to get done. Um, uh, one of which I need to, I did get a uh, Tango 2 from uh, Wayne over at TBS, which I need to do a deep dive on and pull apart and mm. what have you which i promised i would because uh, the the last one was very very it did very well um and then i've got some stuff from true rc do you know true rc i think i did i'll bring them in touch with you Curry, antennas or something are they an antenna no, true rc um possibly they they do lots of little weird bits and pieces but they they sent they decided they wanted to to make a uh, to get on board the micro toothpicky three inch class, so that they're actually making their own flight controller and frame. And they've been, do you know, of all the people that I've had feedback with, you know, my stories about trying to help Ishim back in the day and just having all ends of like losing hair, tearing hair out with them. 
um, mainly because they ask you for feedback, and by the time you give the feedback, they've already put it into production. Uh, TrueRC have actually been really receptive to criticism, and they keep sending back new versions of frames, making various modifications. So they're working on a little toothpicky thing. They've got their own F7 flight controller. Um, so yeah, there's 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 a few bits and pieces that I need to need to get going on quite soon, really. Mm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I've seen a, a few messages in the chat because it was a, another event at Laxton last weekend, as uh, Kelsey told us last week. Um, and Dave's story, uh, he, he looks like he did quite well, uh, got second in the lower final. Um, so, well done, well done Dave. Dave. Yeah, good job. Yeah, which brings us nice and neatly onto racing because Stephen is, is here Segway. this week to Brilliant. talk about you know, some some slightly bigger racing than the slightly, five inch quads that bigger, might yeah. might see it. Bigger than this too. Uh, uh oh. Yeah, bigger than Tony's X class. And Damn it. <laughs> everyone kind of when they first see the X class go up, go, go, maybe goes and finds something to go and dive behind because it's a fairly big and scary kind of thing to be. It makes a nice, a, place. a nice noise. I it bet, does um, make a nice noise. I bet your uh, your ones make a bit better noise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot louder. I bet. Yeah, because uh, the, the 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 company you're working with, Airspeeder, um, so they've got this whole vision for like pushing the technology of drones and drone racing, right? Yeah. Um, so. For for anyone that's that's not heard of Airspeeder, I know we're going through a little bit of a spiel. Airspeeder uh, is um, flying car racing series, so you know large uh, large drones. Um, we call them speeders. Um, they are they are huge, uh, three seater couch. Um, if you can put it into perspective, um, in the future they'll be piloted. But right now we're we're building. Uh, the competition element. We're building the the vehicles themselves, um, and it's all centered around you know pushing that technology. It's all centered around um, advancing um, the science behind it because um, we're sat on a, a huge industry um, around eVTOL and drones and technology and everything that goes into it. So, um, so yeah, there's um, there's quite a lot happening. <laughs> We're talking about flying cars. It's I was going to ask very specifically. We love it. We, you we call them all out with everything. It's great. <laughs> I, I, I get the flying cars as sort of perhaps a uh, a sort of layperson's viewpoint. It might yeah. be easier, but was, it, was that it? It wasn't a sort of deliberate thing to say they're not drones; they're flying cars. Um, our audience sits on you know speaking between between us. Um, our audience sits between you know traditional. Uh, drone fans, uh, pop culture, uh, technology fans, and motorsport fans. So, you know, that whole Venn diagram we're, you know, we're, we're playing around in. So, yes, they're large drones. They're also, you know, flying vehicles. They're also a new form of urban mobility transportation. You know, all of this technology is going to be going into a multitude of, of different um, sectors at the end of the day. Yeah, redundancy um, would be my main thing. <laughs> My sort of whole um, sort of angle as head of media is is pushing, you know, pop culture, motorsport, um, and drone racing as our as our, mm. our key audience. 
the science and the technology behind it, the the, um, the manufacturing side of things that you know it is it is it is urban mobility, it is future mobility and and, and drone technology, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I love I love I love banging that drum about flying cars. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I wondered if the if the speeder was was any kind of reference to Star Wars, as in land speeder. I don't know if that has any weight. <laughs> it does. It does. Honestly, it does. NJ, like the, the problem with speeders in Star Wars. I'm going to get on my on my high horse here. <laughs> the problem with that is that they're 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 quite. They just go on a straight line across the, the desert floor. There's no there's no change of that. Without we've got us, deserts in Bedford. Yeah, um, in the films they, they literally go across the desert floor, and ours are you know going to be designed to go up the side of mountains, down the side into gullies. You know, it's going to be banking. Um, so yeah, I mean, absolutely, they're going to be called speeders, and and they, we do take a, a you know a, you know huge uh, amount of um, you know respect and and, and and direction from Star Wars, but um, yeah, we we feel that they can do even more. <laughs> marvelous and what what sort of um are you have you been in i presume there's been some pretty exciting testing that's uh been been going on. i don't know how much you can talk about but but what sort of um what sort of things can you tell us have anyone um, stepped really, in one yet or uh that really so we're, we're building a, a global testing program at the moment so multiple right. locations um Think Extreme E, if you're following the sort of Extreme E story about global locations and global races and global testing in various different, um, uh, yeah, in different places. So um, not Bedfordshire. That's that's a, that's that's <laughs> definitely not going to happen. Um, might do um, eventually, but um, yeah, I think you know we're gonna we're gonna be going into you know various different uh, types of locations. We're gonna be in the desert in Cuba PD. Um, towards the end of, of, of September, beginning of October now, COVID, cool. um, uh, to do to do quite a bit. But we then we then aim to 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 go abroad and, and do quite a few um, um, adventure testing. Fantastic. Nice. Is anything about the um, the sort of tech in in the sort of the current ones you've got? Because from the outside, we can see how you just sort of blow up bigger motors, <laughs> bigger ESCs. Mm. But then I think, well, you're probably not going to be running it on like a little beta flight flight controller. Is it, are you developing your own stuff here, or is, is are there some off the shelf products that you're able to utilize and customize? A bit of both. So um, I won't get into the, the details of it because we have to keep our secret source, but. If you think of it like F1, because um, uh, we're building a racing series here, so we want to, we, you know, we want to encourage teams to come in. We want to encourage uh, technical partners. Um, we're about to sign a, 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 an F1 technical partner in the next in the next few days and announce it in the next week or two. So keep nice. keep your eyes peeled for that. A big name as well in 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 in, in the in, in the game. Um, uh, so yeah, we we want to become a you know a platform for 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 testing. We want to become a uh, partner to these companies as well and iterate and, and constantly push. So um, yeah, it's it, you know we we want to be that platform. Yeah, because we, we were saying um, when we were talking a couple of weeks ago, you were saying so that with the teams that you're looking to get on on board, um, probably what will be happening is that they'll be taking the 
the, the sort of main core of, of what you've been developing and mm. the, as the kind of stock airframe mm. and then adding their own kind of secret sauce onto it as well, won't they? Is that the idea? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, allowed uh, the manufacturing, the the speeders themselves, which is the sister partner company who um, who build the frames and, uh, and, the, and the stock, let's say. Um, and then, yes, each of the teams will then come in and, and, and provide their own, uh, yeah, their own um, elements to it. Um, and, you know, and we want to we want to encourage that as much as possible because that's how that's how change happens. And you know, we don't want to restrict, restrict, restrict. You know, you must use our stock completely, and there's only a finite amount you can that can change. That's not going to help the industry. That's not going to help. Um, you know, science and tech move forward. So, yeah, we want we want innovative companies coming in um, to you know to add their hardware and software into it, um, and they keep pushing the boundaries. Absolutely, and and shiny video stuff in the in the chat as well says considering how much F one did for the automotive industry in terms of technology development from the nineteen forties onwards, this promises to really fast track consumer man vehicles. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you know we're at the we really do feel that we're at that start of of of, of a new form of, of mobility. You know, that I mean, with the industry sat on. I think that there was a, the recent study that you know the the mobility sector, the urban mobility sector is you know is worth one point five trillion. And you know the, you've got big players like Uber in in air taxis. You've got <clears throat> you've got Hyundai similar. You've also got, um, you know, big names um, playing around in, in in this. So, so yeah, I mean, we're, we're sort of at that forefront of defining what that new motor sport is, and I think it, yeah, it's hugely exciting. Um, and yeah, we do see ourselves as pioneers. We absolutely do. Um, and yeah, it's it's back harking back to the, you know, the Henry Fords. I mean, that's, that's you know, that's, that's that's saying something. But you know, these are yeah, new forms of travel that we're producing. It's the new air horse um don't quote me on that that's horrible um, <laughs> uh, unicorn of, uh, of travel um we don't have uh, uh rainbows coming out the back of it though but um yet yeah yeah it's it's, it's super exciting yeah it's, um i imagine also just thinking about it having the kind of core that then gets modified i just because everyone is going to know that i've i follow a lot of the rules in, in terms of drone flying um and, and report back to everyone else i imagine having a core that's can kind of get certified to a, a big degree that is then going to make it a lot easier for everyone else to kind of have something that's at least allowed to fly um i imagine that's, that's a big part of it. yeah i mean we're, we're doing a number of things airspeed is sort of an, an umbrella term for a number of things that we're doing one is you know we're defining we're building a new sport um, you know, we're, we're defining what the competition is and with the locations and all that goes with, you know, doing that. We're also, you know, building a new form of transportation, which has its own, um, you know, which has its own challenges with regulations, you know, writing um, that and, and, and proving that and being safe. Um, and then also it's, it's, it's making it exciting for fans and, you know, making it that, that yeah, making it um immersive and and um and yeah uh, watchable um for, for the fan base so yeah so, it's a huge 
three-pronged so, challenge. So there's quite there's quite a big picture here, isn't there? There's is is well, obviously you've got the the racing and that kind of F1 fast, exciting side of things of what you're going to do with these drones, mm-hmm. but also there's the bigger bubble, and there's obviously an awful lot to think of of as that expands out. And, encapsulates all these other things because you're in at ground zero with it you've got to by default think of and cover all those things i guess yeah it's massively th- um oh, my words carefully thinly spread at the very start of mm. these things i think you know you can imagine how you know you're building an f1 you're building a new form of sport and you, you you're constantly um you know you're constantly iterating at the same time you're keeping up with the technology too and um so yeah i yeah, great challenge to have. I think, I think what what's what's clear to us now is is um, is, you know we we're at that phase now where we, we're starting to design what these races might look like and how we, how how fun we want to make them and and you know we and that will inform the engineering on how their the next iteration the next mark four five six whatever that is and uh, what they're capable of doing can. Um, you know, should echo what the fans want and what we, what, how we design those races. So, yeah, really pivotal. Really, this is a key moment for us now. We're coming, so, we're coming into our, what we consider a sort of season alpha, which is next year. COVID has pushed everything back, but um, we're coming into a year now where we get to, we get to test our thoughts behind it and test what the fans want, test how the, um, you know, what the partners want to put into it, and. Um, yeah, keep iterating for for season beta or right, the year after. So, so I know the the sort of the demand thing is like after alpha and stuff. But you were just talking about how you how you were thinking about designing the races. So, I really was interested to know what what you envisage as it being at the moment in terms of what would the course look like, how many uh, races would you have in there, and wh- how are you going to do like pit stops, and is it going to be like a laps in a certain amount of time or a certain amount of laps in the winner and um, yeah, especially especially on like the the pit stops because presumably you I think you were talking about sort of twelve twelve to twenty minutes on these quads. So presumably it's like bring them in, change the batteries, get them out again, which which brings in whole sorts of interesting strategies about when you're saying there's not a set thing. Like could you just load something up with batteries and go a bit slower mm-hmm. as opposed to go fast with a single set and do pit stops and things like that? What was yeah. the, the sort of vision at the moment for that? Uh, the vision at the moment for that is is iteration. So um, you know, we're like you say, you know, having having you know battery modules that we then replace um, either our octocopters or our or quadcopters, etc. I mean, it, we we can we can it's, it's constantly iterating for for both both those. Um, how the how how the the pits will look. Um, you know, we want to echo right now um what f1 does um but that doesn't that's not set in stone at all you know it might mean you know the way that we that we can change batteries or, or props mean that that might change again and iterate and i can kind of keep pushing back to that's what season alpha next year is designed to do it's designed to to go this isn't working in this the way this pit is working let's change it um let's you know make it um elevated and make sure that the the battery is, you know, in a position where we can quickly change it out, or and the, and the props make- are out of the way. And just to clarify, season alpha is the the sort of three quarter size unmanned ones that are going to sort of race in the same general idea before you go and actually put people in them. 
Yes, correct. Yeah, we will be testing. Um, uh, yeah, the the unmanned um, uh, smaller. Uh, yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark three. Oh, I'd love to do both. Test fly <laughs> it from FBV's uh, point of view and get in it because I'm we quite do. light. I'm slim. I reckon I'd make a good little pilot in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you can sign up being a jockey. Say oh, that. Jockey so size. Yeah. Tony goes exactly. in one as well. We, we so everybody watching, <laughs> watching, you can actually sign up on the website to be a pilot. So I already we, have. We want to take people from, from you know drone operators to, to esports gamers um, to you know professional pilots, commercial pilots, because um, yeah, there's, there's so many crossovers that we can. Uh, that, yeah, you can utilize. Um, someone was saying the other day, you know, MotoGP is probably a really good area to to hunt for pilots as well. Mm-hmm. For in the future, if anyone listening does want to sign up, then they can do at airspeeder.com forward slash pilot dash sign dash up, which is also in the description or in the show notes if you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> Interesting. The bit, the bit that really uh, fascinates me about all this is obviously me being me it's the the engineering side and the the aerodynamic side but i did have i did have a thought on this a while back when i was thinking about very fast moving uh fast moving drones um and one thing that i th- that struck me as an interesting idea was um so you know with helicopters you have your uh sort of understand the concept of center of thrust and and it's kind of a speed limiting factor of a helicopter is the fact that you've got a retreating blade and an advancing blade in the direction you're going um which is why helicopter blades teeter is so that the one that's advancing can flap up and essentially dump a load of uh lift out of one side so that as they go faster they don't just sort of tip over at one side so this is why helicopter blades can flap on a teetering rotator now with drones you've got obviously two uh blades going in uh contradicting uh, opposite rotation at the front but the center of thrust of those are going to be moved outward towards the advancing blade and you've still got that problem with a retreating blade that's offering less less thrust right stick with me for a second you, so rather than have notes. <laughs> yeah. so the idea was rather than have a retreating uh, having a teetering blade or something that could teeter and essentially dump thrust from the advancing blade rather than dumping thrust the better thing to do would be to create an aerofoil which would actually improve the efficiency of the retreating blades on the if you were rotating inwards from the front so rather than losing you should gain efficiency so you could have small either vortex generators or spoilers that would improve the efficiency on the inward blades mm. if you were running that rotation mm. if this ever makes it to something i'm i'm happy to take a small commission just just hang <laughs> out there <laughs> Just, I've got loads of, of ideas like these. Curry just put up a handwritten <laughs> sign saying help. <laughs> Send help. <laughs> no, it's good, honestly, NJ, because like we want to now, I mean, this is my, another shameless plug now. I think, you know, I've been brought in, I've, I've worked in, um, you know, autonomous vehicles and um, in media and, and worked at Goodwood and, uh, you know, Formula E as well and did some work there. Um, and the science and the tech and the engineering side of thing is is huge to get under that because people want need to learn and want to learn about this new technology. And I think it's for us now to start to tell that story as we go and update. And you know, we've, we've hired in a team to start to 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 get under the fingernails and educate because we're creating that new those as you say those those um, uh, 
those new technologies and, and that new form of mobility. And people want to learn with us. So I think it's in our um, it's in our right to start to educate at the same time and we're not hold everything back. Right now we're sort of teetering on the edges of big deals, but um, but we want to start to create you know content that's going to educate and um, yeah go into the science a bit. Mm. Oh, it's so mm. exciting! Very, very. I think it will be. It's gonna. It's gonna be such an exponential growth, isn't it? I mean, the second it all, as you say, just gets to that point where everything starts to happen, that's that's going to be hard to keep a handle. It's gonna gonna go mad. I think. Well, I can see so, it like Red Bull Air racing type style. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I mean, Red Bull Air Race is slightly different. Our, our um, you know, we, we've got a, we've got a huge purpose here regarding, you know, that we're sat on this new form of mobility and electric, um, electric future mobility, and, and 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 yeah, creating that new form of transportation. And you know, we we feel that we have a, a deep story here, and and take everyone on that that journey with us. Um, yeah, I think I think it's yeah, I think it's. For me, it's just a lot, a lot deeper um, in regards to that. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. I'm going to cut in and uh, say, so uh, we asked uh, uh, some of our listeners to send in some questions and we got some, some technical questions that uh, I think your, your colleague, James, who I think I've seen in the, in the chat at some point um, got, got some answers for us. So I thought I'd just quickly run through some of them. So uh, one of the questions was, how long do you expect to get in flight time, the sub two minutes of mini-cob racing or the 30 to 40 minutes of the big camera multi-rotors? Uh, I think as Curry mentioned already, uh, looking at getting 12 minutes on a pack um, so wow. and then swapping it in a, in a pit stop. Uh, yeah. sec- the second question was, uh, what are the pit stops going to be like? Is it going to be an F1-style quick swap uh, of the of an arm motor prop, if the mo- if the pilot pranks something, or will it be a case of swapping the pilot from airframe to airframe, more like Formula E? And mm. answer on that one was much more similar to the F1 style of safely replacing individual components during a live pit situation. And the final one we've got here. Uh, which I think we've probably already covered, but anyway, in terms of safety, does it have any backup triple redundant control systems, parachutes, airbags, etc.? And the answer was safety is clearly paramount, and we use next generation collision avoidance technology and redundant systems. Mm. Our pilots are elite operators drawn from military, civil, and UAV backgrounds. Um, and the collision avoidance one is interesting because, I mean, that's that's kind of a bit of a hot topic at the moment in terms of. Uh, the ADSB and sort of how that's being integrated into everything at the moment, and mm-hmm. electronic conspicuity and all of those kinds of things, which you know, manned aviation has been trying to solve, at least in the UK for over a decade, electronic conspicuity, um, and still kind of struggling. So they've been pushing it onto quads as a as a way of of trying to kind of come to an answer that they can roll out. So this is kind of an interesting intersection between all of those things 
And yeah, back to it as well. I think, you know, we are that, we, you know, we're also that, um, you know, testbed platform as well. So, you know, Airspeeder is, you know, the competition, but that, you know, that world of, of, of testing technology, testing these things, um, you know, collision avoidance, battery, um, you know, improving, you know, battery runaway, everything. I think we, we also want to be a, uh, you know, a test bed for this, uh, for this technology as well. So yeah, hopefully we're used that way as well, which we are. For some reason, I'm visualizing people landing in the pits. And when they take the battery and put the new one in, you get that ESC noise coming on. And then it counts up to about 24 cells or something for the batteries. I just, I don't know why I had that in my head, but <laughs> we, want, we want that feedback next year. So we want to, we want, you know, we want to inject pop culture and, and, and that's uh, that Blade Runner-esque sound that, that just blips and whatever it is, mm. in, inject it into the, into it because that's that's how we want it to be engaging and and fun um so yeah i mean the answer regarding pits i've, I've been asked it quite a few times is you know let's you know let's shape it you know what what is it that people want to see with with a new form of 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 motorsport pit lane um and access and and everything else so yeah i think changing um drivers in the pit or flyers, what would they be? FBV pilots, pilots, pilots flying. at the moment, pilots, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there wouldn't be drivers, would they? No, can, no. can we get it to do this one? <laughs> <laughs> then, name that tune, anyone? Africa, there you go, you got it. Africa yeah. by Toto. <laughs> loads the play around you know we want to you know we want to inject these speeders into you know back into into movies and, and pop culture as well used and utilized that way too so you know it's a big push here to make this a um, a 21st century um, new sport entertainment um, proposition as well I think if, if you're getting the F1 teams involved, then they're all in like the Oxford Cambridge arc, right? So they're close enough to Bedford, I, th I think. So then you've got the <laughs> Airlander as well, the big uh, the big airship. So you get that up in the air, Look, holding some gates, we've, and you fly we've got through the those. Carding, we got the Cardington hangars right here. You know, they they film Batman in there. There's the Airlander. You can fit two seven four sevens into it. Loads of room in fly there. Through could, it, open up both ends. Yeah. Think outside. <laughs> Well, we've been thinking outside the box too, and you know, have a think of, um, you know, how about you have speeders inside, you know, an Unreal Engine world, and you create worlds and and gates through that, but you have live, you have live speeders mm. in that area as well. So, you know, we have, you know, we have the technology to do this. So I think that's, you see a lot of tweets and people saying, you know, "Flying cars haven't arrived." It's twenty twenty. Well, we have the technology. Um, I'm back to my flying cars thing, but it's you know, we have the technology to, to to do that to create a new form of sport inside a gaming engine, but it's real. It's um, yeah, yeah. I'm looking can, can you thing. Explain, I've sort of lost that a bit. So Unreal Engine, the gaming engine. How, what do you mean by sort of the the real speeders inside it? Are we talking about they're physically modelling them? So um, it's a sim or yeah, 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 absolutely. You could take. Um, take live data from the speeders and plot it directly into a into a gaming engine um there's the sort of sort of untold amounts of um 
of possibilities with, oh, with how you the, the VR for VR that's going to be amazing. Yeah. I'm already excited. It's not it's not a thing yet, but I'm already excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see kind of how how it develops. I mean, I'm just thinking back uh, back to kind of at least for us the early days of the quad racing. Mm. Um, you know, I remember making it around once and you get a clap. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hope, hopefully, it's more successful than that. Else, it'd just be carnage <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> but yeah, on the really early days, I mean, yeah, it was literally a little uh, course through a forest, and it was kind of trying trials because it was, you know, at the point where it wasn't so easy to have so many pilots up at the same time. Mm. It was one at a time, doing the time trials. And yeah, if someone completed a course, uh, a, a lap untouched, then, you know, it was just applause all around. Well mm. done. Um, the next one. And then uh, the, the other side of it is, is then it's, it's, you know, got so quick, so quickly, you know, and, and you now you watch the, the feeds at a drone race and uh, I, at least personally, my brain doesn't keep up, keep up yeah. with, with what so. they're doing. Um, and, and it's actually almost hard to spectate. Um, so to have something that's a lot bigger, so you can watch it line of sight a bit more easily, uh, a bit like the X class. But the other side of it is to have to have the bit of meat inside, so that it's always going at a kind of meaty sort of speed instead of digital sort of speed. I think that will also make it a lot easier to watch. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we. I, I'm going to be biased, but uh, you know, I like the the format that we've been running at the mini air show with the um the teams the team system because i mean one of the problems that we we always have is that it's you know you get two minutes out of a, a mini quad pack and then and then that's it and then you're waiting you know for the next race to start with a completely different set of people and so kind of trying to keep track of who's doing what was mm. always a bit tricky so with the mini air show format with the team format we've got you know 10 15 minute races by having them having a, a pit lane and getting them to swap out the batteries and and fly yeah. a few packs at a time, and I, don't know, I like it, but I'm biased, so yeah. I like it as well. It's good. <laughs> um, I think I think there's an interesting thing there as well, Frank, about um, the how quickly the development of sort of flight controllers came on. That they went from you know ripping out a a Wii remote to very sort of deliberate parts and, and code for them. And I can just imagine right now, there's probably not that many massive motors you can get that a spin a 32 inch prop and uh the escs might be a bit thin on the ground but as as it develops all sorts of uh new tech will come out and of course everything in the hobby world has pretty much gone towards building pretty small stuff and when you're like t tony already had it tuning in x class is is a very different proposition than a fight not you know tony you didn't do any than uh tuning something small and when you're when you're expanding this out to a three seat a sofa <laughs> this this is a whole different ball game again. So it's yeah. like completely different um, sort of branch that's going to go off mm. on its own little journey and reap some interesting results, no doubt. I do yeah. I do hope that becomes a class system. So it's all related to different couch sizes. <laughs> so you, you can have like your, your snuggle couch size, <laughs> snuggle couch class, single yeah. seater. Lazy so, boy, yeah, I of could, course. I, I want to fly lazy boy. That sounds good. <laughs> lazy boy class. Love it. Yeah. Um, and when another thing we were talking about, uh, we were talking a couple of weeks ago. Um, you're saying you've actually got, and honest to God, 
test test pilot of like fighter jets involved. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That, um uh yeah, he's our um yeah, he, we've 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 got him under um got him under in a in a in a in a cage um with, with <laughs> under the stairs in a darkened room uh, we sort of bring him out um i've got one of them <laughs> um yeah i mean look i mean we, we, we've got a pilot program that we've 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 begun there always needs to be the first um we want to we want to scale that up massively next year um uh, we've recently, you know, we started to work with um, Agility Prime, which are, you know, a US, uh, a US group that's, uh, you know, has quite a lot of pilots from the, as you say, US Air Force and and, um, and, and commercial pilots. But, you know, also, there's, there's quite a lot in there from, um, you know, pilot academies, etc. And we want to get sort of get the best of the best. So, um, so yeah, I think. I think right now where we are is, you know, it's a lot of, you know, sim, uh, so, you know, the sim testing and, and so forth. We haven't, we haven't, you know, made that jump yet. Um, but we, we plan to next year and that's where we get to, yeah, uh, really test it. Um, Quaddy Gaz asks, do you fly FPV? No, I don't. I'll be, I'll be totally honest with you. I don't. Um, I work a lot around uh, commercial drone operators through media um, but I've I've never flown no, and I don't plan to fly these either. <laughs> <laughs> if you were asking at twenty five, I would have said, "Get me in there." But you know, when you when you be, when you when you get a house and a dog and yeah, uh, getting <laughs> feeling brother, get a bit softer around the middle. So yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is is there anything you can reveal at the moment, Stephen, about the uh, the control scheme of the man drone? Because obviously we're thinking, you know, we're pretty pretty handy Inter- with the thumbs and can do what's happening. And if I was in a full size one, would it be the case of a yoke stick, a throttle, and pe- perhaps rudder controls on the feet like a helicopter? I sort of thought about it and I thought, well, I don't know what's best. I I guess you guys are still going through the iterations of that one as well, are you? We are. I can't go into much detail into that, but you know, we want it to be let's say futuristic but again it's working with with partners and to develop um i think that's again just to be sort of um diplomatic here i think you know we we see ourselves as that as that as that test bed for for, for those type of those types of engineers and and partners to come on board and and give us that uh secret source to produce something that 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 you know and that is, is, is easy as well you know it's again it's new form of, of transportation here so we want to make it um i bet they um, sound awesome especially yeah. when they're turning <laughs> yeah they do we've got a few older older videos on the on the channel i've just joined the company so um there's going to be sort of a, a whole fresh batch of content that's going to come through um you know we, we want to be producing up to 200 pieces a month video content so we're going to really ramp um, we're not, you know, we don't want to rest on our laurels here. We want to produce content from, um, you know, educate people, show exciting things, get under the bonnet, um, you know, start showing a bit of the tech off as well. Um, and, you know, show us, show us failing as well. Show us learning, you know, again, keep coming back to it. You know, we're, we're designing a new form of transportation here, not just a, um, a, a, you know, a racing I, I would, I brand. would make a predict. 
I'd make a prediction about that f- control system because it's, I mean, it's such a mishmash of control of, of different aircraft, really, a drone, but it's most closely related to a helicopter, especially in the hover. I would say rudder pedals would be a must, and I reckon either a, I was going to say a, a, a stick in the middle, like a helicopter would be, but then futuristic craft, probably going to have a lot of glass cockpit stuff going on. I reckon it's going to be more the Airbus route, side stick, so I reckon side stick and oh, rudder pedals. Oh. That's my guess. That's what oh, I'm damn. thinking. I think so. Maybe we just sit there with a Tyrannus. The ones I've seen, a lot of people have been doing that, haven't they? They've been sat in the cockpit with controls they're familiar with um, to do, obviously, incredibly crazy and dangerous things. But, um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's been done already, as mental as it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, as someone who's you know flown all kinds of quads, drones, helicopters, manned, unmanned, yeah, I think NJ is probably the best person to to take a judgment on on this one there. So <laughs> it's just probably... just a guess. Yeah, I've, having flown a fair few light aircraft, helicopters, and then all the all the different models. That's that's my best guess for now. So we'll remember this episode and we'll we'll find out how close I was at some point. Because like like Stephen's poker face is absolutely amazing. I'm sure he plays <laughs> poker in his spare time. I'm getting I'm getting nothing. They they might go with something completely different. What about a single stick which you can twist for your yaw or something? Oh weird god, like no! That? It's the worst thing ever. I hate. And I then hate that. and then a Never. thumb stick on top of the stick as your throttle, <laughs> just just to go completely out there and go. Let's go future. Let's go something no one's seen before. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe it's all brain controlled. Couple of uh, a couple of receptors on the on the temples. Yeah, is it in oblivion with Tom Cruise's sort of um, spaceship. That's the one, yeah. Sort of that one stick in the center, isn't it? Just I quite like that movie. I, I think it must just be a movie. I thought Oblivion was quite good. I know it's a bit Not about controversial rap. that one. It did, didn't it? But I, I thought it was thought it was all right. Maybe it was just the flying stuff in it that I liked, probably, and the, <laughs> yeah. and the fast electric bike. That's probably what did it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what what size ESCs and motors are you guys using? You've got any ideas? <laughs> ESCs and motors? No, I don't have the ideas there. But I know, I know we're we're um, you know, we're iterating all the time. And just to just to be completely honest with you, I'm media and marketing. Yeah, I have a finite amount of knowledge here. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're always iterating. We want to. Uh, I think we talked about it before, but you know, we want to get up to that 200 kph speed next year and year after that as well. It's pretty damn rapid. Mm. Um, you know, and they do weigh around 120 kgs. They will weigh 120 kgs. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with the battery module and um, that'll iterate as well as technology advances too. Yeah. So um, I expect the specs to uh, constantly change as the graphics do on our website as well. I'll make um, sure I keep my um, my weight down for the... <laughs> the testing and flying it is a must yeah it's it's um it's cabbage for um for 12 months first it's pre-recorded i can, I can do that i'm there yeah. i, I imagine imagine the vo- just a hazard a absolute rough rough guess it's going to be vo- the voltage will be in the hundreds tony i would think it's going to be a, a vast difference to what uh <laughs> to what we're used to with the, with the little ones be could many, you imagine the many arc 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 together 
Mm. Yes. Well, you'd, you'd be, be able to weld things pretty quickly with that kind of voltage. <laughs> yeah. so there's, a, there's a lot of uh, stuff already on your YouTube, isn't there, with um, showing some of the kind of initial groundwork laid with the, the Mark Mark two. 1 and 2 kind of oh, stuff. Yeah, two early thing. Yeah, um, a couple, yeah, year or two ago, yeah. Yeah, so it'd be, it'd be interesting to see kind of the updates on that um, and also with like the simulators and... Um, but you, uh, are you you so with the the alpha league um so that's the the unmanned one um is that go, do you know sort of how far away that might be is that going to be kind of like next year or um i would start to take a look a strong look at us in you know february onwards you know mm. um you know we're, we're going to do some some good content in september october um but we showcase what our vision is and what these um, what these races may look like. Um, so closer to that, and give you more of a, a, a visual explanation and, and a look under the bonnet between now and say Feb next year, and then we kick on with you know a number of of, um, of showcases and tests uh, globally next year. Um, so yeah, I think from Feb we're, we're internally between us. Um, you know, we're calling next year our alpha, where we where we do all that testing on what it's going to look like. You know, uh, testing the technology, testing what the formats look like. Um, um, yeah, getting feedback. So it's a huge market research operation. <laughs> yeah, and just like you say, sort of testing the format because I guess you know one of the things that that uh, FPV courses have kind of gone in different ways as well is like. Um, you know, the sort of the big, more open ones that you see with a lot of the X-Class racing compared to, you know, say an indoor um, three or five inch quad race is going to have a lot more kind of up, down, you know, the technical 3D course. course. Yeah, technical course. Um, so there's, there's, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that works out. Um, and look forward hey. to seeing, you know, a manned one racing around a bit. That would be fun to watch. If you're taking suggestions, how about a grudge match race with those gravity guys that do the jetpacks style? <laughs> you can take one of those guys on. <laughs> no comment. No comment. Uh, Rich Browning, right? Um, that's him. Yeah. That's the yeah, yeah, yeah. We love those guys. Look, I think we're we're um we're sort of all in the same um um air sports uh, field um just with with drone racing and um you know uh rebel air race and and gravity and um you know we're we're the we're the, the scrappy um newcomers to the field so you know we have to we have we have to work with everyone and, and work with with audiences as well and, and start to sort of build our own community too so we yeah we kind of want to work with with all those guys as well yeah and uh I mean, the other kind of thing we've always been wrestling with with FPV racing is how to get the spectators involved. Mm. I mean, like, like Tony's got his X Class t shirt on, and that was kind of one way of, of trying to have it a bit more of a spectator sport is just to make them bigger so that you mm -hmm. can see them. Um, and then, sort of on, on the other side of things, there's you know, a, a lot of the, the bigger events, then the, we've got the big big screens where we show the FPV feeds and then people actually see what the quality is like on an FPV feed and go, Oh, that's, 
<laughs> I can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then on the other end, there's you know the the kind of um, the more curated broadcast races um, where you end up with kind of almost almost being shot for the camera rather than the actual people that are there at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of interested to to see whether you've got any big ideas. I guess the the Unreal Engine is is one kind of side of things, but whether you've got any ideas of how you're gonna get people involved in it it's an avenue i mean we're um we're, we're looking at all options um you know the 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 sort of big crowd crowded events where uh, do we do we know that if they're gonna come <laughs> yeah, <back? that's> true. <laughs> um, um so so yeah we we you know, you know and is it is it does it fit does it fit the, the 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 you know the airspeed division, or is yes? Is it going to be broadcast and it's going to have um, you know that uh, that graphic overlay and it's going to be interactive, or it could be through you know a Twitch, or could be um, you know it could be any iteration, or it could be through like you say Unreal Engine or or whatever. I think we're that again. We're, we're back to that that phase of of um, of testing what you know what they're going to look like and uh, how they'll be received. But there's so many options. It's what makes it cool, I think. Um, you know, we can test it at this stage and see what works. I mean, I, I mean if you guys are, have got it up there, but there's a if you go to um, Madison Square Garden, they're they're, they're, they're building a a sphere um, sphere in in Vegas, and there's a sphere that's going to be potentially built in London as well, which is a giant orb that's about the size of it's about five stories tall, which is like a fully three sixtyed um, immersive ball that sits in the middle of a, uh, the field and you watch it from all angles and you can, um, yeah, it's just a, have a look for, for, um, Madison square garden sphere. It's that sort of interactive vision, um, that we can kind of, uh, yeah, that we've, that we're sort of mulling really. But yeah, I think, I think, um, audience or non-audience, we, we just want to test it as well, but we have to be safe. So just to, to reiterate the party line, um, in the in the first few years, we need we need to be safe as possible. And of course, Unreal Engine does integrate perfectly with VR. Just so, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, make make that happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, happy to hear ideas on how what it could look like. Um, but yeah, it's um, there's a lot of opportunities in that space. But yeah, we still want to make Wonderful. it real. We want to make it a you know, we don't want to don't make it too um, creative. So we want to make this a real sport that people do watch on a, on a potentially a Saturday afternoon on TV or or through their device. I like this Brilliant. comment here. <laughs> yeah, that's very true, Win. Absolutely. We thought about that too. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a huge opportunity. Um, you know, the... You know, where would the landing pads be? You know, how would we do the pits in that in regard? And going back to, you know, the the makeup of the of the circuit, let's call it the circuit, you know, what does it look like? And um, I've seen each... a rocket land on a boat. What's <laughs> 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 the SpaceX boat called? Is it I I think I oh, still love it. I think it's yeah. yeah. Um, of course I still love you. That was it. Of um yeah it yeah, could be that um, yeah i think go back to you know how these how the circuits will 
um, you know, will look absolutely when it could, you know, they'll look completely different in, if they're in snow or if they're in the sea or if they're in the, the forest or the desert or. Yeah, I like the sound of that. They change with the nature. Like yeah, with the, with the, yeah, yeah, that's cool. You have a virtual um, leg of the of the tour as well, where it is in VR. <clears throat> I like that. So, the, but the right. the alpha the alpha one, which we're hoping to see February ish, maybe hopefully, is that so? Because it's unmanned, is that going to be sort of traditional? There's going to be guys sat somewhere with a a, a radio, and they're going to have FPV goggles, traditional sense, or some something more, something like. HD at least, I, I guess you might want to broadcast if you're looking at that. Um, traditional line of sight, we, we, we you know, we're, we're, we're advancing all the time. I, I, I can't reiterate that we're, we're constant, we're, we're, we're constantly building and, 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 uh, and creating here for, for them to, to do bigger and better things constantly. So what I say today, when we get to February, we might, we mm-hmm. might have another iteration of how the, the first alpha uh, test event might look. Um, but yeah, so, really. Tim. So I guess the answer to what technologies are you working on right now is yes. I can be completely grey around the edges and pretty grey in the middle. So uh, yeah, just uh, all, all of them. Uh, yeah, but we, uh, you know, we're not vaporware. God, I hate that word. Um, you know. We have, <laughs> We have, we have people, you know, we have people called, you know, uh, Simon and Frank who scratched themselves, who are building these machines in, in Australia, you know, uh, actual physical people. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're sort of, we're, we're really scaling at the moment. We're, we're, we're hiring quite a lot despite COVID. Um, we're, uh, we're building quite a lot. We're planning for these events. Um, oh, man, it's exciting. Yeah, we're, we're, it's really moving, and I'm, I'm sort of becoming we're coming live, and 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 for me and my team are building as well to speak to you guys and and, and the community of um, FPV drones, um, air sports in general. It's just really imperative that those things parallel into that season alpha. We start to grow that that audience really. Um, mm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we definitely look forward to well, we look forward to hearing about the new team signing up and we look forward to seeing all the many many videos of the the tech as it evolves and yeah and hearing about sort of how you get on developing the 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 latest mark four and and get that all kind of certified ready for all the teams to start tweaking and and flying around the place yeah, yeah. and uh, and down the line i'll um I'll, I'll i'll put forward one of our um more technical um uh mavens forward to, to get a little bit more under the under the under the bonnet here because i don't feel i've done it justice but um but yeah any questions honestly reach out to us and um, we can do our best to answer them great it sounds Brilliant. sounds good but yeah so to remind everyone promise us you'll come back in six months <laughs> yes <an> update. <laughs> absolutely yeah i'd love to there we go I look cool. forward to hearing more about that. But in the meantime, anyone who's listening, you can sign up to go on the on the sort of pilot sign up list at airspeeder.com. Uh, you can check out their YouTube with all their uh, playlists of over the past few years. 
Um, and also, also on Instagram at airspeeder. Uh, so I think everyone should go keep an eye and, and see what's going on over the next few weeks, few months, and over the next few years. Yeah, thank you. Honestly, cheers for having me, guys. And um, yeah, um, subscribe if you can. And and, and we're going to be updating quite a lot um, within the next few months. And then the end of September, that's when you sort of really see the, um, yeah, really see the, the you know, what we've got capable um, of doing. And yeah, I'll come back in a few months' time and give you another update. And yeah, keep it going. Oh, but yeah, thanks. Great. That's brilliant. Awesome. Look forward to it. Yeah. So, uh, in for next week, we have the return of uh, Dominic Clifton, Hydra, um, with the latest. Keep away from the stairs, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he he, he uh, had an unfortunate incident when he was last meant to be on a, a few weeks ago, but he's he's regained the use of his limbs, and Jack will be on with him next week, uh, talking about the h7 and and what that new kind of range of boards and particularly his board obviously uh, is going to mean for the, the beta flight clean flight range of flight controllers and and what that kind of software will do with that new hardware so uh that will be on next week um has anyone else got anything they want to add obviously i've got a million questions but i'm gonna i'm gonna give <laughs> Stephen the, the chance to escape at least for the next two months <laughs> but yeah that was great really good yeah if there's anybody you know down the line if there's anybody like in australia that wants to sort of um say hello more than welcome to come down to the factory i have to speak to the boss first but i'm sure um i'm sure we can get you having a look at the speeders so right, any listeners in the chat, let us know. We'll get you, get you involved. Yeah. Booking my flight to Australia now. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't cross any county uh, county lines at the moment because of uh, lockdown. So, you know. Just, and Jay's jumping on the private jet now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Very Thanks, nice. everyone. So this week we have had Stephen. Thank you very much for coming on and talking about the airspeeder and what you're going to be doing. We have had NJ talking about all his expertise in manned and unmanned aviation. We Sorry had Tony with his long history of large multi-rotor racing. And we have had Curry talking about all the technical side of things and, and generally keeping everything going. And I've been Frank, who's just been kind of reading off the bits of paper that I've been putting together. So thank you all for listening and speak to you all next week. Thank you and bye. 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 Telemetry lost.